y'all, and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's episode, I have a young lady who has faced her own fair share of obstacles. She has used these testimonies to empower and to help women do the same. She's a best-selling author, a blogger, and a certified confidence empowerment coach. It gives me honor to introduce to you, Elisa Renee Roberts. How you doing? <laughs> I am good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, the pleasure is definitely, definitely all mine. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, growing up, were you an outspoken child or were you a shy child? Mm-mm. So I was absolutely shy and people do not even (laughs) believe it today, but Mm -hmm. I was. So I was that um, kid that in the immediate family, you know, I talked and had a good time cut up, but to um, the larger family and outsiders, I was super quiet. Um, They called me a little mouse because I was just quiet um, as peep, Mm -hmm. but somehow in some way ended up branching out, you know, the older I got. So now you have me, I'm more of an extrovert now. (laughs) I mean, yes, you are. And so, and also I found out you're a PK. I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Tell us about being a PK. The pressure well, in the life of the people. Yes, that I was going <laughs> to bring you to that. Because some people are like, oh, you know, that's so great. And yes, it was nice. I was thankful mm-hmm. to have that upbringing and that solid foundation. Um, but my parents decided to become pastors when I was a junior in high school. So as you can imagine, I was like, hold up, what? What? You're going to get even more stricter? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this. It's going to get worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that just kind of rocked my world a little bit. Um, and then I went away to college, so I was able to have my freedoms. But um, I think the the blessing was being able to talk to my mom and have that motherly um, content and dialogue, but then also to be able to, you know, have that pastor's insight as well. So that was kind of the blessing and the downside, because while, you know, the mother might say, oh, girl, go ahead and do that. The pastor would be like, (laughs) oh, well, you know, God doesn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little challenging. Not to get too deep, and I don't want to get too personal, but what what faith were you? Pentecostal. Same. So my, okay. my parents, yeah, my daddy was a deacon and over the finance committee, mm-hmm. and my mother was mm-hmm. a Sunday school teacher and on the mother's board and on mm-hmm. the um, clothing drive and all that. So I mm-hmm. get it. I yeah, being you know. a, I, I, even though I said I was not a PK, I consider myself being a PK because mm-hmm. the the pressures is still just the same. If there's a title mm-hmm. involved in that in your parents in the church, I feel like you're mm-hmm. a PK. Period. Dot com. Everybody's watching you, right? And your parents, are, watching. they got you on lockdown. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to be a cheerleader. Yes. My mother told me no. <laughs> she said because the skirts are too short. Yes. I don't, want you yes. On the bus. I don't want you on the bus with all them boys like that. Right. I couldn't wear pants. Shaking until, the chart, right? <laughs> too much. I couldn't wear pants until a teacher told my parents, well, my mom, 
you know, your daughter's doing car wheels in gym, mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. all her business. You need to let her wear some mm-hmm. pants to school. So that was yeah. the only reason why I got to wear some pants. Other than that, it yeah. was dirt. <laughs> Air yep. was a di- it was the size of a dime. It was, mm-hmm. it was it was not a game. It was real. I know. I've been there. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I did get to wear pants. But when mm-hmm. you went to church, mm-mm, it was a skirt, a long skirt at that. <laughs> and, I, and I have to say, and I don't knock anybody at all what you wear to church, but something in me will not allow me to wear pants to, mm-hmm. to church. I, I still can't I feel the same. It. When I go to church, I like to dress up. Um, I don't have to mm-hmm. be, you know, dressed to kill, but I like to dress up a little bit. I feel like, you know, if I'm going somewhere else, if I were to go to a concert or to a meeting, I would probably put on something a little bit more dressier. So why not for the mm-hmm. house of God? Ain't that it? I don't do the hats. I know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of my sisters out there still do the hats. It's the only thing I just like. I mean, I wear a baseball cap, but I don't do the Easter. When I was really young for Easter, I think my mom probably, you know, pressed my hair out and gave me one of the hats. But I no. did too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hat with the, with the, uh, that little lace thing, like right here. I don't know uh-huh. what that was for. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, but you, you pulled it down just a little bit to cover one eye, and made you feel mm-hmm. cute. <laughs> but I digress. Yes. <laughs> now, when did you fall in love with writing and public speaking? Do you remember that moment? Um. So public speaking, it just kind of. Uh, came upon me within the recent years because um, it's taken a while to get used, to, especially with social media, to get used to the fact that people are watching me and how how do I sound? You know, am I saying the right things? So that probably has come more recently. But the writing piece um, officially for me started um, a couple of years ago um, when I came out with the ideal for my devotional. Um, before that, it was just kind of doing some personal writing. Really, no one had ever seen it before. Um, so it was a light bulb moment, but it was a progression for me because I had been doing that devotional writing, but back then it was more so just journaling. And so then I said, hmm, this is kind of a devotional. I should really share this with people. Now, is that when you start blogging too as well? Um, yes. So I started the devotional first. And then after that, I started the blogging. Um, and with the blogging, I said, you know, there's a variety of different topics that could be covered, things that we're going through on a day-to-day basis. Why don't I, you know, transform some of that into just some short little um, words of inf- um, inspiration and create a series of blogs as opposed to just a devotional um, or having to wait to create a new book. Okay. Now you are a certified confidence and empowerment coach. Explain Mm -hmm. to someone who never heard of that term before in layman's term, what Mm -hmm. that really is. So if you've heard of a life coach before, it's essentially a life coach, but my specialization is in confidence and empowerment for women. Um, So my goal is to help women to become unstuck. And so basically to stop putting their dreams on the back burner and to push forward and achieve all of their dreams um, and just basically become 
prosperous, to become the, the bold um, individuals that they want to be. So um, that is what I do. Um, a lot of the work that I do in my coaching revolves around mindset, which, you know, mm -hmm. if you don't have the right mindset, then of course you're not going to be confident. You're not going to feel empowered. Um, so I really try to do a lot of work around that. Um, but, but with just being a life coach, you know, that's a general term that can cover a variety of things. Um, now that differs from maybe being a therapist is really, you know, a coach is similar to your sports coach. You know, it's someone to keep mm -hmm. you accountable for the things that you say you want to do, someone to push you and motivate you um, and give you a little bit of a perspective in a different way um, than opposed to maybe someone that is a little bit more clinical. Okay. Now, I know you are more or less geared to women, but who mm -hmm. would you say qualifies for your program? Is it just women? And if it is women, is there a certain age bracket that you tend to gear more towards? Mm -hmm. Well, fortunately, um, with the business that I'm in, I would say that all women um, could be a okay. candidate um, because most times you are going through something um, or you've struggled with something. Um, many times women um, suffer from imposter syndrome or just not believing that they can do um, certain things. Or you may have even become complacent in life and you're like, you know what? I used to be so motivated um, to, you know, just get up and take those daily walks. I'm not sure what's happened. So, you know, with my services, I can kind of help you to tap into, you know, what may be missing. Um, why aren't you motivated to do the things that you want to do? Um, I would say my niche um, probably is women um, within like the 30 to 55 age range, because really by that time, um, you've kind of lived a little bit, um, mm -hmm. you've had some experiences and you've kind of built up, you know, a little bit of confidence to say, this is what I want and I don't want in my life. And so I'm ready to now make those decisions on how I want to spend the rest of my life. Not to say that, you know, before 30, that you can't be at that point. Um, but, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit more life's experiences um, to get to that point. Right, right. Now, which brings us to the program itself. Can you share with us what it is and how it became and how it, how it became the flower that it is? Mm -hmm. I like how you uh, tied that in. <laughs> <laughs> My little saying. So, <laughs> if I go back to just kind of the beginning, what I mentioned before, you know, how I just kind of started journaling and my journaling became um, the She Exudes um, devotional, which at that point just immediately morphed into the Confident Lily. Um, so it started with me um, just wanting to do some soul searching for myself and to find my purpose. And I knew that I had a passion for mentoring and helping women. And I had gone through some pretty traumatic experiences. Um, when I started the business earlier that year, I had just finalized a divorce 
And so just kind of really like, Lord, where, where do you want me to, to go? What do you want me to do with my life? You know, COVID was raging and I was, you know, totally alone in a new um, state. So it's like, what am I doing? So when I thought about that, I thought about really pouring into other people that may have been uh, walking through some of the similar experiences that I had and wanting to kind of pull them up as well. You know, the saying like lifting as you climb. So that's what I um, wanted to do. And so at that point it was, okay, develop the devotional, get it out to everyone. Um, and then really was the light bulb moment that said, add in the coaching. And so from there, you spoke about the flower. So if you know anything about the lily flower, the lily represents rebirth. It represents uh, renewal. Um, it represents purity, confidence, uh, courage, all of those things. And so I wanted women to be able to start all over, you know, whatever it may be that they felt like they needed a fresh start in to know that they could do it, that they innately had something within them to be able to do it. And I wanted to be able to give them not only the spiritual aspect of it and let them know that, you know, the Bible is still relevant in today's times, but also wanted to give them some practical tools and say, this is how you can do it. You know, when somebody starts texting you late at night with the drama, this is how you can respond. Right. <laughs> as opposed to how you probably would normally respond. <laughs> Engaging. So yes. that really became my mission. Yes. <laughs> and I will say all the women that I've worked with, um, that I come in contact with as I'm networking, I think they really enjoy that piece of um, the realness and being able to, you know, speak life into them and help them to be a, a greater person. I always say, you know, my job is to help them to live their best lives. Tell everybody how you even came up with the name, Confident Lily. Yes, okay. <laughs> so we talked about, you know, the lily flower and the significance mm -hmm. behind that. And I mentioned to you um, what I was personally seeking and going on a mission to, you know, kind of lift as I was climbing. And confidence was one of those things that I was seeking um, because I felt like I had lost my confidence and my self-esteem had been rocked from going through the divorce. Um, but also my mother's name is Lily. Um, she spells hers um, not like the flower. Uh, but I wanted to do an ode to her because she's been, you know, one of the strongest women that I know. And, you know, if it had not been for her uh, spiritually, I would probably not be where I am today. And then, you know, she showed me really the power of being a strong woman, um, even though she was married, you know, most of my life. She did show me what it meant to be, you know, independent and have your own things and to mm -hmm. overcome because she had so many struggles that she had to overcome when she was younger. So it really was an ode to her, but it just really kind of all tied in with my personal mission. And I love on your website how you broke down like the different colors of a lily. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm all in. Let me, I could be a little yeah. biased. <laughs> 
hair dad. <laughs> that's a little biased. Just a little. <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> but <Yes>. nevertheless. <laughs> right. It's it. It's it. I still love it. I still absolutely love it. Now, mm-hmm. you also <laughs> written a book and your book is, is beautiful. So thank you. Here, here's everyone. Here is the book. And I want you to share everybody about your book, about your journal. Yes. Yes. So as you can see, it is titled, um, She Exudes, A Confidence Awakening Devotional and Journal. And um, it's got uh, 25 different scriptures in it that focus on a variety of topics, but the main theme is confidence. So you may see um, one of the devotionals talking about hope for those who have not been loved the right way. Um, Another one is um, hope for widows um, and those that have lost significant others. Another one talks about living life without arrogance and being boastful and just um, being able to be equipped. Um, So of course we talk about the scripture that talks about putting on the full armor of God. So being able to be Mm -hmm. equipped those troubles come. So a variety of scriptures and there is an affirmation on each page. And then, as I mentioned before, the practicality behind it, um, giving you some practical word. And there's also some prayer journal and reflection prompts as well. So I just want to show you guys the inside. Um, and so this is oh, one pretty. of the pages. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the pages that has the affirmation on it. And of course, again, going back to the confidence, there is a confidence building at the back of the book. Because oh, wow. in the end, you want to exude confidence. That's right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, where can people find that book at? And you can find it at my website, and it is www.confidentlily.com, as shown there. Um, You can also buy it on Amazon as well. So just type in She Exudes, um, or even my name, um, Alicia Renee, and um, you'll find it on Amazon. Okay. Um, What advice would you give someone who's listening right now who just feels hopeless and they just don't feel like they're good enough. Mm. So I've been there before. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, just a little caveat, we can have those different cycles in our life, you know, so we may have grown up being strong individuals, um, strong willed, but then we go through something um, and it might be something traumatic or something where we question our worth. And now we don't feel worthy. We don't feel strong anymore. So what I would say is to take a deep um, self-reflection, a moment of self-reflection, and think about all the things that you've done throughout your life, um, all the blessings that you've had. Um, Because a lot of times we tend to forget some of the good things that have happened to us. Um, And it can just be as simple as you woke up today, you know, you survived COVID, you know, Um, You have friends and family that love you. So sometimes we really have to stop looking for things that are just so huge and really just start to kind of show gratitude for even the small things. Um, And once you do that, you start to feel like, okay, well, maybe things aren't as bad as I thought that they were. Um, And from there, 
what I would do is if you have a personal relationship with um, Christ, I would say really pray about it um, mm-hmm. and ask that, you know, he um, refill you with all the strength, all the, the worth that you need. Um, really dive into, you know, the Bible or even a devotional. Get a good devotional mm-hmm. that has got some inspiration in it. If it's got some scripture in it, like she exudes, that's a, a bonus because it'll give you that core foundation so that you know your worth. You know that you were not created to um, live in fear. You know that you were created to be a, a queen or even a king and um, that you're worthy of achieving all great things. So it's about discovering who you are, even when you don't, when you don't feel. And then mm-hmm. surround yourself with other people that love you and want the best for you. Because those are going to be the individuals that when you're having a bad day and you're like, you know what, I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right. They're going to look at you and say, "Um, Lillian, but you got a whole um, podcast going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, you know, why are you doubting yourself? You've done all these things. So they're going to be that sounding board for you when you don't Mm -hmm. think that you're doing a good enough job. Um, Lastly, if you really still need um, assistance, which we do from time to time that's where someone like myself would come into play um, and help kind of coach you into finding yourself again seeking out a therapist or uh, even um, a pastor that can um, help you to just kind of rediscover yourself now that you know it just made me think about someone you were talking i know a lot of church people have issues not all have issues with someone going to get therapy mm-hmm. or get counseling or just get mm-hmm. help outside of the church. What are mm-hmm. your thoughts on that? I definitely believe in therapy. I have done it. Um, I love being able to talk to people that can give me sound advice. Um, it's just mm-hmm. something in that sense of community and um being able to talk to someone that you feel like gets it and um, can see something in you that maybe you didn't see in in yourself or that can just give you that advice that you need. Because believe it or not, you know, we are still human, even though we work to do, you know, spiritual things. Um, But I feel like that's why God has given us doctors and he's given us um, therapists um, because he knew that we needed people on this earth to be able to help us to get through certain types of situations. And with mental Mm -hmm. health, you know, it's a lot to unpack there. Um, I am a huge advocate for prayer and believing, you know, keeping the faith. But sometimes if you don't have the tools and the skills um, that you need, or you don't know how to calm yourself down when you mm-hmm. need to, you're still going to be a wreck. Um, so right. it's just very much needed. Yeah. Cause I feel like this, if you are saved enough to go to the doctor when your side is hurting and you're mm-hmm. saved enough to go to a therapist <laughs> when your brain is hurting. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. yes. Um, and I was I'm just, just saying, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, it. go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just like taking Tylenol. You get, you yeah. got an ache and a pain. 
And so you know to go and get that Tylenol um, or like you said, go to the doctor, go to the hospital um, to get what you need, then why not try therapy as well? There are a lot of people in the church that are suffering and are kind of just shoving it up under the rug. And I won't even just say church, I would say, you know, on our, our communities as a whole, um, there's yeah. still a taboo yeah. about mental health and even a taboo of just wanting to better, you know, wanting to empower yourself and live a different life. And it's like, well, just because Aunt Susie and Cousin Joe, you know, stayed in the same bubble their whole life, that doesn't mean that I have right. to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're trying mm-hmm. to break the cycle. We ain't trying to yes, continue. Yes, break the cycle. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. Within our community, for what I ain't gonna say for whatever reason, it's when we was growing up. Because if somebody mm-hmm. said they was going to get some mental health, they said, "Oh, they crazy." Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. They're not crazy. They're actually sane because mm-hmm. they went to go get some help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're trying yeah. not to go crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but growing up, that was the thing. Oh, they, the girl, they, they crazy. They send a therapist mm-hmm. talking, and they mm-hmm. on meds and listen. Well, that yeah, it was the thing. It's kind of the the false narrative and what we had seen like on TV or heard the stories of someone that you know went and sat on somebody's couch and was hypnotized or something, and so now ever since that person is labeled crazy. Well, mm-hmm. okay, that is not how it works generally. Right, that's witchcraft. That's voodoo. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's and the it, devil's it's work. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and look, and I will be the first to say, if anybody's out there, I've been to I've been through therapy and I'm mm-hmm. currently taking antidepressants. Yes, I am. So I will put my business out mm-hmm. there. It is mm-hmm. what it is. It takes the edge mm-hmm. off. Do I want to stay yeah. on it? No. But for mm-hmm. now, it's what I need to mm-hmm. slow my mind down because I'm forever thinking. I don't know how yeah. to shut it off. Is yeah. I go to bed and I'm still thinking. You know, yeah. I wake up, I'm thinking some more. <laughs> it's yeah. like just be quiet. So, so I mean, literally, as soon as my mind's open up. up I gotta do this, mm-hmm. gotta do that, gotta do this, gotta do that, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I forgot to do that yesterday, so I need to do it today. It's just a never ending right. cycle. So dang. And you like, I just wanna well, rest. I wanna go to sleep. And what makes mm-hmm. me so bad, I have to have, and this probably drives my husband crazy, I have to have a movie playing in the background. Mm-hmm. To try to drain out what's going on in here mm-hmm. and then go sleep to that. And what's funny, okay. whatever was in me, as soon as the movie goes off, I'll wake up. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, the movie's off. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Be quiet. Go sleep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's just, you know, it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. You should try some of those. Um, you should try those, like the sleeping. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the names of them, but I know like Spotify has but, it. Where they've got oh, different got sounds it. and all of that kind of stuff. Well, you got it. Up on my phone. <laughs> Girls, all on my phone. Good old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I don't want to disturb his sleep because he's sleeping good. Look, it's brown noise. It's true. And, yeah. And so I'm like, I I'm love trying those to think things. of the. Yes. 
So, and I hate to say it, and I know he's watching, but as soon as he go to work, because he goes to work a lot earlier than me, girl, sometimes mm-hmm. I can't wait to cut that stuff on. I'll be like, whoa, thank you, Lord. <laughs> this on, and I'm going to sleep real good for the next three hours. Yeah, I'll be knocked out. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but I'm being, yeah. I'm being considerate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now watch him tell him, you can, watch, she'll be like, later, you can turn that on. No, I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> But yeah, there's nothing wrong with self, getting some professional help, church folks. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. It is. Like 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 I said, if you go to the doctor, you can go to a therapist. It take mm-hmm. care of your mind, your body, and your soul. Right. Because you can't. Because you, if your mental state is not right, how you expect to help anybody or to be a witness? Right. Mm-hmm. How you go, you can just gonna be running around just anxious and cuckoo for cocoa puffs? Excuse the expression, mm-hmm. and you can't be just a light to somebody, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to preach to somebody. You can just mm-hmm. be a walking light, and that's the best right. light to me. I mean, right. when someone just come up to you and just start sharing their life to you, which happens to me so much, Jesus, at the grocery store, <laughs> I just sit there and just smiling. Just smile and nod. Yes. And it's something about it. You have to really start to dissect. Like, why do these people keep coming to me for this? They see something in you. It makes yeah. them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I don't even lie. I'm going to tell my husband today, today, mm-hmm. Myers in the checkout line, sweetest little lady. <laughs> her name was Maria. And she just, she got to testify about her whole life, her and her husband's life, because, because the machines was acting up. And mm-hmm. then she said, what is your name? And I told her, she said, Lillian, you have such a sweet spirit. I said, you too, Maria. And, mm-hmm. and she was, she's been married for 66 years. Oh, wow. And she's, then she said she was 87. Oh, wow. And her husband, mm-hmm. and her husband was 88. Mm-hmm. I, girl, when I tell you, she told me everything. I knew her whole life. She got three sons, 63, 62. She almost told you too much. Yes. I, and I was like, give me a hug. And I know COVID's mm-hmm. out there. But I was like, yeah, give me a hug. I got some alcohol mm-hmm. in the car. I'll spray <laughs> Give me a hug. But yeah, people are, they feel comfortable coming to you. Mm-hmm. So, and you, and they, like, I, I could tell it probably happened to you more than not. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's something. I, it happens. I, I mean, and it's a blessing. Like when, even when I'm in my coaching, when I hear mm-hmm. people kind of um, have that aha moment, or I can kind of see the light bulb going off, you know, in their eyes, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I feel really good about what I'm doing. Like, okay, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate mm-hmm. you um, entrusting these people with me. So even, you know, yeah. just meeting them. Just meeting them. Something now, do you, something that do you, you may find say, out that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just going to say something that you may say will spark something. Now, have you noticed that? Um, see, I just had a brain fart. That's the devil. When someone uh-huh. is talking to you, they end up more or less end up diagnosing themselves, and you really don't have to. That has happened before. Um, one of the more interesting um situations was just during our, a discovery call because i offer a free discovery call we were just chatting and we basically 
found out what the problem was just in that first 30 minutes. And she was like, wow, oh my gosh, I had been really trying to figure out what was going on with me for all this time. And we just came up with it in 30 minutes. (laughs) So now I didn't tell her the tools on how to do that, but yeah, at least we get a love token out the issue (laughs) and just a blessing to be able to be right. in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen. Now, uh, what is next for you? What's what's your next uh, big thing going on in your life? Well, um, so I want to continue to have um, some online trainings and um, wanted to do some person things as well, celebrating um, a year of of the shoot um, in August. So mm-hmm. going to have like a women's empowerment event uh, to celebrate But I feel like having that community of uh, people that you can talk to, you can trust, um, that's important. But And um, you mm-hmm. learn something new when you get um, together with like-minded people. So that's something that I'm going to be going to be working on this summer so that I can roll out with that in the fall. Okay. And how can mm-hmm. people find you? Well, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under The Confident Lily. Um, and Lily spelled L-I-L-Y, like the flower. Um, so you can find me on there. Um, I try to have just inspirational tips and videos out there. You get to see, you know, different sides of me. Sometimes it's more serious. Sometimes I'm kind of goofing around uh, because I do like to have fun. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, catch me on Instagram or Facebook. (laughs) Okay. And you have a free gift for the people out there. I do. Yeah, we've been talking about just how to... Um, you know, renew your confidence, you know, find your confidence or build up um, that self-esteem or, or worth um, if that's something that you achieve to do or that you struggle with. So I have a free ebook on my website. It's called Be Your Best Self, Five Steps to Claim Your Personal Power. And so what I've done is um, you can walk through the ebook. It comes in a PDF directly to your inbox once you enter your email address and then you get me for five days in your inbox because there's a challenge associated with it as well. And it is completely free. Okay. You just go to my website and download it. Okay. I know about the challenge. I'm going to I'm accept your challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's not too hard. It's not too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's your last question. Here we go. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would mm. it be and why? Um, okay. So recently, and because this is a new song, Pastor Mike Jones, I think that's yeah, he has a song called Amazing. Have you oh, ever yeah. heard that song? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he, in one of the verses, he says, I remember when you changed my name. And mm. I was like, oh my gosh. And then he 
said, I remember when um, I went from um, sick to healed, broke to prosperous. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so I have that one on repeat right now. Like if I so can walk into a, a room a on that. Just snotting. Just snotting. <laughs> yes, <before>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. It's going to be a repeat for a while. Then I'll have to find another one. <laughs> but usually when songs like that happen to you, it's usually random when that next song takes over the mm-hmm. song that you got on repeat. It'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then that song becomes your new random every day. Yes. All day. Yeah. Song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You have a, such a delight. I absolutely enjoyed Thank you, you so much. And Thank everybody, you. please, 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 please go and show some love and some support. Go to her website. Make sure you get her books because she actually has a coloring book as well. So, you know, I knew I that. Do. She also has mm-hmm. a coloring book on there as well. And then make sure you take, um, get this, um, the five-day uh, Be Yourself Challenge, Be Your Best Self Challenge. Take mm-hmm. the challenge. Find out how mm-hmm. you can be your best self. And yes. she'll talk mm-hmm. you in your inbox. And- <laughs> She will make sure you are doing what you need to do to be the best you you can be. And please, please, mm-hmm. please, you know, if you need to talk, if you need some extra help, again, mm-hmm. go to her website, go to her contact information, reach out to her. She has a free uh, uh, insight to make see how where mm-hmm. you are and what you need from her. Take advantage of that. As you heard, there was a woman who took advantage of that and figure things out in the 30 minutes. And I might say that mm-hmm. might happen for you, but you never know. Never know. <laughs> never know. But even, even if you don't find out in 30 minutes, maybe you, you'll find out that you need a little extra more time. Yes. In a, in, mm-hmm. you, but you'll be on your road to a better you. And mm-hmm. again, what you're doing is a mighty work. It, it takes Thank a big you. heart because that's a lot of, that's a lot of spirits to take on. Let's just call it what it is. It is. It is. And mm-hmm. so you got to have a, a praying heart and a consecrated mind to do what you do. So when people mm-hmm. talk about, I want to go to therapy, look, these therapists, especially God-filled ones, they're taking on a lot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they're taking on a lot because y'all give yeah. out a lot. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say y'all because I'm the one of them. We give out a lot. <laughs> yes. I've been and too, I know, yeah. listen, and I know sometimes you got therapists be like, Jesus, I, I just need to pray for her as soon as I hang up because she's she, she's a mess. Yeah, just <laughs> refill. Yeah, I need a refill. <laughs> refill my yeah. spirit. <laughs> Ain't that it? I, I need I need to go talk to my therapist. Just get this out of my system. But <laughs> you know, therapists and coaches need coaches as well. <laughs> Ain't that it? But thank you so much, mm-hmm. and we will definitely keep in touch. And if you ever have mm-hmm. any new projects or anything, please reach out to me. Let me know. I would love to have you back. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Worldly Church Girl. And if you haven't already, hit that subscription button. You don't want to miss another episode. And did you know Worldly Church Girl has gone live? That's right. Worldly Church Girl has gone live. You can catch episodes just like this on YouTube, Facebook, even LinkedIn. For more information, go to www.worldlychurchgirl.com 
to find out more. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.